I'm one of your hosts, Dave, and I'm joined as always by Vader. How's it going, Vader? It's me, and I'm good. Excellent. How are you? <laughs> Doing pretty good. It's, uh, this, this, our last episode was pretty recently, so this is, I think we're back to some kind of form, maybe two weeks in between, rather than, like, five months month. later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was only, like, a month. It wasn't that long, but it felt like it. Yeah. We'll try and be more regular. We'll see how it goes. The holidays are coming up, so there could be another little bit of a break, but, uh, that won't just be us. That'll be everyone else, too, so I'm yep. sure. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, no, no firm plans one way or the other, but uh, that's the way it's been, and we'll be rolling up on two years pretty soon. Really? Yeah, I think so. In the, <laughs> in the, in the I don't spring, know how time disappears, man. In the spring. I don't even think it's the spring. Did we start in the... Let me just think. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember where we started now. I have to go look it up. <laughs> But yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be two years before we start doing our rig Christmas already. Almost. Heck. Doesn't feel like that long. It's mm -hmm. kind of crazy. Time goes by too quickly. I'll tell you what. We're growing well, older. Are back? Kids are growing up. <laughs> yes, they are. Too fast. <laughs> Speaking of old mo old things, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. <laughs> He's not a young man. Um. So what what are we gonna watch today, or rather, what did we watch for this episode? Uh, Dragon Lord, or as I believe it's also known as Dragon Strike. Uh, yes, that's correct. Um, this is from 1982, and uh, our our boy Jackie Chan directed this. Uh, he also oh, did he? co-wrote it. Um, I don't think this was his directorial debut, but it's got to be close to it. Either I did. I think he also directed. Um, wow, I just blanked out. Uh, it, <laughs> Young Master. So Young Master is. This is technically the sequel to Young Master, but they changed the script at the last minute to make it its own film without being a direct sequel. Um, however, the uh, Jackie Chan reprises the role of Dragon, who he had portrayed in. Young Master, and it has some of the same, a lot of the same cast. We we did not cover Young Master. I don't think so. I've got it in my DVD collection. Yeah, I think I do too. Which is really uh, funny because I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> I think there's a. I think it's very it has, a, it has the lion dance. I know that. Uh, okay. Yeah, I I can't remember much about that one. It's yeah, it's been too long. It's it's one of the few that I did have on VHS. Um, back when there was used. Uh, Renaissance, I guess, of Jackie Chan movies, like the yep. late late nineties. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly when I was got into it. But it was all DVDs, late nineties, early two thousands. Mm. They were like they were releasing them like crazy. Yeah, I got them like right before then. So the DVDs were, I mean, they existed, but there weren't. There was like five different DVDs you could buy. <laughs> it just wasn't a lot of a very big selection. So um, there was a lot of these release. Honestly, I think um, they probably weren't official VHS. <laughs> uh, I was just given them as gifts because people knew I liked this, or martial arts movies in general. And um, those were the most 
the easiest things to find. We were, I was on the East Coast back then, and I would, I'm going to venture to say that quite a few of those VHS uh, were purchased um, on a trip to New York City where you could you could find um, like bootleg movies <laughs> people were selling out of suitcases uh, on the sidewalk on the side of the street yeah <laughs> nice. yeah so I, i'm pretty sure that's where some of those came from um because they were like a dollar a piece or something <laughs> and the quality was pretty bad but uh you know it was a, it was a nice yeah. um reintroduction to that you know a lot of mine came in bundle packs like mm. like i've got one yeah. for like five five dvds with, oh yeah um, Jamie Chan films. I got a bunch of. I have. Um, I, have I don't, I don't know what I did with it, but I have this one set. It's like fifty martial arts movies, and then they're all they'll cram like four movies onto like a DVD on like both sides. You know, you flip it over, <laughs> and there's more movies on uh, the other yep. side. So like the quality is just really bad because they just jammed them all on there. But there was um, a lot of um, what I would do is I'd, I'd get those collections. Because there would be like one or two super hard to find movies, and they'd be in that set. Yep. The rest of it would just be junk. But uh, yep. I'd, I'd end up just watching all of it. Um, Speaking speak of double sided DVDs and Jackie Chan, we should come with a Jackie Chan cartoon. <laughs> oh, the other uh, 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 adventure. Did I just called adventures or adventures? Of yeah, adventures of Jackie Chan. Chan. Um, yeah, because I had the first season of that, and it was a, it was the only double sided DVD I've ever owned, and yeah. It, you had to be real careful because it gets scratched up. Yeah. Because no matter what side you put down, there's uh, the raw side. Yeah, we can, I'll, have to, I'll have to see if I can um, scrounge up a copy or some access to it. Uh, I'll, I'll take a look at that this week and see what I can turn up. Because um, that, 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 that would it? be fine. Oh, I've seen it. I just, just oh, yeah, no, I can't say that I've too. seen the first season. and I watched it when it was on TV, so... Yeah, I got my kids into it a couple of years ago, and um, mm-hmm. I really like it. I think it's well done. My favorite part is, though, when they talk to Jackie Chan at the end, like, have a little interview, like, live, actual Jackie Chan, and ask yeah. him about stuff. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, I just remember yeah. watching the um the intro. There's a part where he, he, he hits his hand. He punches something. He's like, I just remember that. He's like, ooh! Yeah. 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 <laughs> and and I, was always, action to I was always disappointed because it was never his actual voice as in himself because he doesn't do the voices does he no no this is really weird but yeah he he actually is behind it and it's yeah he's producing produced it. it all yeah he yeah. produced it but just didn't have the time to um voice himself i mean to, to, I be, think to be fair that's a full-time job by itself i think yes yeah uh, i think it was also i think he lacked maybe confidence in his english so I know even with Rush Hour, um, it could have been, and that uh, even that Rush Hour came out after that had started, I think. Yeah, and it's um, yeah. You look out. at some of the sometimes you think that Jackie does in some of the movies he's done, he doesn't actually know what he's saying. It sort of yeah, seems I think like he's just sometimes just he's just memorizing lines. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't read that way, but I th- when you hear him in the interview afterwards, or when he's talking to. Um, or the outtakes, yeah, the and you're just like, uh, okay, I guess, yeah, I guess it's, he's not actually saying it at that time in the interview. Yeah, it's funny. It's really fun. But anyway, back to Dragon Lord or Dragon Strike. I think mm-hmm. I prefer the name Dragon Lord. Um, Dragon yeah, Dragon Strike sounds really weird. 
Um, I think Dragon Strike may be a more direct translation of the Chinese. Ah, uh, okay. Um, but I've lost part where it has Dragon Strike. Anyway, it's gone. <laughs> I don't know where it's at on the page. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, no. the Chinese ones. But I guess going back to the Jackie being the director, it lends to what we've kind of covered in the past about how directors may be good with cinematography or make the film look good or tell a good story, but the what we're here for is the kung fu doesn't look good, whereas the fight scenes and the action in this is very good, and that's because that's what Jackie is good at. The, re- um, yeah, as the rest of it, <laughs> not so much. Um very very well, simple story it, it was it's a it's a basic story uh and it's it's dealing with some heavy themes but he's leaning so hard on like the the kind of slapstick comedy uh i mean you can tell that that this has the feel of like an old laurel and hardy or uh you know three stooges it's just that kind of older style of comedy that he that he you know enjoys that's where he gets this stuff from so it it feels like that um Mm -hmm. but then it's still you know this is 1982 he wasn't i think as confident as he gets a little bit later in terms of other directorial um roles that it is interesting. I mean, it's definitely it's worth taking a look at this, um, if only as like a snapshot of this is what he wanted to do at one time, you know, and just kind of how oh, it, exactly. how, you know how it was, uh, you know. And just yeah, as you say, the stunt work is is the forefront of this film. Oh yeah, the kung fu and the and the stunt work's phenomenal. And this uh, this movie has a like a lasting um, influence on other films. We get the the opening uh, sort of rugby ish slash capture the flag, king of the mountain. I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, it's all of those. It's all of those things. Um, they in, I love in, it. In, so. Yeah, in particular, um, the opening to Ong Bak with Tony Jaa. Yes. homage to this like it's not scene for scene but it's the intent of it is like right there they're all climbing that up the tree the thing you know, mm-hmm. climbing and falling off the thing and, and then horribly maiming themselves as they tumble into every person or branch or bamboo pole on the way down um, there's actually quite a quite a lot of scenes in, in this movie in particular where I mean, camera work is good because you just do not see any kind of crash mats or anything that would be protecting anyone from like a lot of things that happen because so, it isn't <laughs> like yeah not to, i mean to be not fair to skip ahead. they're they're definitely you know injuring themselves but it's it's like man you if you don't get it in one take uh, how can you do this multiple times it's just it looks like it's just too damaging yeah, I, I won't skip ahead for too long, but yeah, the, the final f- fight scene, like, Jackie gets thrown off a, uh, a balcony in a barn, hits a beam, like, that's going across the middle of the barn, flips around, like little kids do on the, you know, the monkey bars, you hang upside down with your knees, falls off, and his crash mat is his, his, his co-star. 
yeah. his buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and in the outtakes, he misses Jackie comes off it wrong, flicks to the side, and the guy's diving, <laughs> using his own body to try and make yeah, Jackie's landing softer. <laughs> like, that's that's the crash, Matt. It's insane. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. They're pretty crazy, the, the, the amount they put their bodies through. And at the same time, these guys, are, their bodies are, like, weapons. They've trained their bodies pretty hard. To be able to withstand some of that. Oh yeah, I mean the, the damage. You, it's not gonna work otherwise. Um, no. Particularly in this film, it's uh, it's a comedy, but we'll we'll come around to it. And I think some of the the martial arts. I mean, just the violence that they put into this is brutal. And I was, it's out of left field. You're just going, oh, it's ha ha ha, and then like, no, <laughs> that part's not funny. Or it's like it's just so vicious, and um, it it changes the tone of the movie, but then it flips back around. So I think that's the the, the tough part that um, Jackie will have eventually learned to juggle is combining the comedy with the violence, and then sort of the comedy that's inherent in the violence, and vice versa. And it gets better mm-hmm. as, as you know, as a, as time goes on and his film experience grows. Um, in this one, it's it's a little bit more grating, especially looking at the because it does it several times. Yeah, and this is as we've pointed out, this is a very old film. This is very really early on. Yeah, that's why it's thirty six years old. Yeah, I was barely alive. <laughs> Yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's yeah, it's very early on. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, we'll, here we'll go into the uh, the actors real quick. Well, we have Jackie, who's directing and starring in the film, and then we have uh, Mars, who is one of his stunt uh, team members. Uh, he had also worked on, I guess he worked on Double Team in '97. So that was with um. Dennis Rodman and Jean-Claude Van Damme. I guess that's the same double team. He was in Police Story with Jackie Chan. Uh, most recently, he was in Legend of Dungeon Master. But um, in most of his roles, th- this, I think, was one of the times where he was up in front of a camera um, as a main character. Uh, generally, he's the rank and file towards the top. Yeah, um, this also, is his buddy, isn't it? His, this, yes, this is his buddy, Cowboy. Yeah. Um, um, yes, that is correct. Um, Van Damme and Dennis Rodman is uh, in this role. Double team. Uh, he's in the Project A series, I think, as, as Jaws. So that would have been one of the, I think, one of the real 90s. Not just the James Bond one, either. <laughs> Uh, he's still acting, actually, or at least he was at that point. He was okay. in. He's been in almost like everything. A lot of it's uncredited roles, so it's hard to talk about a lot. Um, he was in Lucy Liu, Shanghai Nights, uh, Rush Hour Two. Um, okay, yeah. Gorgeous, but you know, gorgeous masked metal bat thug. So it's um, it's always just a member of the side because he's he's pretty good at what he does, even in this. You know, as early as this is, 
the acting is a little goofy, but it's supposed to be. Yes. However, it's supposed to be really goofy. his stunt work is, is pretty funny. At least he puts, himself, he puts he, himself through a lot of <laughs> yeah, heck on yeah. the receiving end of getting beat up. Because this thing, often it's, it's Jackie doing a lot of the the hard yards in all these films, but this yeah. guy is doing the same. He's right there with him. Um, yeah. Twin Dragons, Super Cop, Armor of God 3, uh, Miracle. He, he's following, he's with Jackie Brown the whole time. Started with him and never stopped. Well, I don't know if we've ever mentioned this. Jackie Chan here, he has a stunt school, doesn't he? Yeah, he has a that... specific team. Um, and and it's, 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 it evolves, it grows through his school. Um, but it, I think it still has core members that you have to trust the people and know oh, heck yeah. the people you're working with and you know of course keep these guys on when you work with them and they've done so since you know the early or late late uh, late 60s early 70s yeah and I mean this guy's worked with like Jimmy Wong Yu uh, everybody's doing Chinese Connection Arnold Schwarzman the dragon like everything but this is yeah. he's been there the whole time and it's the first time that i've like you know i've seen his face and where he was you know an actual you know main character so that's that's pretty cool yeah and he, he suited the role like he was you say he was goofy but he was supposed to be and it was supposed yeah. to look like he's not good at what he martial mm-hmm. arts but as you say he's actually very talented and it, it worked quite well for his character yeah, I think to be able to do that kind of stunt work um, and then make it look like it's an accident is a testament to Armored God 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, then we have uh, Paul Chang, uh, and he plays um, Dragon's father, I believe. Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry, that backwards. Cowboy's father. So he's Mars' character's okay. dad. Uh, I think he's done a lot of he was in Gorgeous. I don't know if that's a cameo. Uh, I can't remember what he looked like, to be honest. He has a mustache. He wasn't in it that much. <laughs> he has a mustache. <laughs> yeah, and he wasn't in the movie that much. No, no, he just had a... Well, I mean, he had, a, he had an important role, but the character did not appear very often. Um, yeah. He's on, in Wheels on Wheels, True Story, uh, uh, Winners and Sinners... Kind of it for stuff he's worked on on or worked with uh, Jackie Chan on. I think it turned into like a dark series title. Mm, but generally, it looks like he does dramas and it's it's kind of continual, like action story rolling along. Um, okay. He, he passed away in 2014, but he was born in 38, so he's fairly oh, old. Yeah, I mean, old. he was in the 80s. Fairly long, um, hundred and sixty-three films with his credits. It's and amazing. It still, it still blows me away how many oh, yeah. things he's credited for. Then we have uh, oh, uh, King Harkon. Not Harkon. King Harkon. Uh, he. Oh, okay, this was one of the, the 
fan, but it's like oh, it's like yeah, not the main bad guy, but the sub bad guy. I think. Yeah, with the bed here, that one. Mm, I think so, because I, I <laughs> this is funny because I recognized him in his most well, not current, but like maybe his nineties character acting. He he was thinner in this film, and he subsequently became a little bit pudgier um, as the years went on. He, well, he was in Ip Man, the final fight, Tai Chi Zero, Ip Man 2, he was one of the, the masters, uh, Once Upon a Time in Shanghai, uh, Fast and Furious, that was me, Kung Fu Hustle, um, so he was actually the, the chubbier of the um, zither fighters, the harpists that, that shot out the, um, uh, yep. the mis- mystical eyes. Mm-hmm. Twin Dragons, uh, Miracles. So everything that Jackie Chan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like the Star Wars, Toy Story, The Protector. Um, that one, I want to say this is with Jackie Chan and Danny Aiello, like one of the few early Hollywood co-productions he had done. Mountain, Dreadnought, which was in 81, and that's with um, uh, Yun Bao, Biao, uh, Young Master, who's one of the reprising um, characters, uh, was in Magnificent Butcher, um, Sammo Hung, tons of stuff, there's, um, they've got actually, I'm not going to keep going because this goes back into the 1960s, so <laughs> that would take me a little while to... Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> off stuff. Um, then we have Wang Ying Sik, and that was Wang Ying Sik. This is the main bad guy. Um, he's uh, looks like his bio says he is a Hapkido Grandmaster, um, and one of the two fathers of Hapkido in this current film. So it's. It's it's Korean and it's like Taekwondo, but instead of focusing on kicks, it's uh, it deals with that, but also a lot of grappling um, as well. Is that when they teach the military? They teach the military. Um, I wouldn't say it's like the official, but yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, he has been in. Well, I think he spent a lot of his time. Um, after this film, uh, teaching uh, martial arts. So his last film was uh, Fistful of Talons in 83, so right after. And it's like he was, he doesn't play the same character, but he again reprises the villain um, battling Jackie Chan's character um, in Young Master as well as Dragon Strike. So they work together um, in, in both of those. I got sick of being his ass whooped. I guess. <laughs> Uh, and then he has, um, he was more prolific in the 70s, and then kind of, yeah, he stopped, Wait, basically, what? I think he was just kind of done with it, because he was not like a young man at the time he was killed or done. No. He was very good, considering he kept up with Jackie. Yeah. Um, well, he wasn't, he wasn't that old. He was born in 1940, so... Well, I guess that's only 40. Yeah, he was only 40, 42 42. years old. 
I mean, Jackie wasn't much younger than that. Yeah. Yeah, this was a little different than the last time we saw her. But, I mean, looks the same age as his <laughs> father, <laughs> basically. Yeah, yeah. That was good. But that is the main um, cast of Bones. At least the ones that cool. are in the Let's Should we move on to reviews then? Let's, let's move on to reviews. And I think we did the bad reviews first this time. Okay, we go to the 10 star. Alright, we have three. And they are middle and long. Let's see the options we've got. Which one would you like? I want to say this is a long one, but I should probably pull it up too. That's okay. Uh, it's not that long. Okay. Then, then it's, not, it's not as long as the ones we had last time. Yeah. <laughs> it does have spoilers. <laughs> like so. three deep, three angry yes, paragraphs. Um, this is titled Dragon Lord is not just another loud yawn action. What? Okay. Okay. No, not another action. Yeah, yeah. The loud yawn was supposed to be just action, you doing it, not saying it. Anyway, um, warning, spoilers ahead. And this was written in 10th of October, 2016 by Andrea Ipolov. Okay. The movie is great. Funny, crazy, violent. Though, with minimum gore. And all the way energetic to the core. Whoa, we're rhyming here. Enjoy every <laughs> enjoyed every single bit of it. No computer effects, no extensive use of wires, just a solid good old kung fu flick that shows how physically apt a man can be. The final ball deserves praise, and the Chinese football play at the beginning of the movie is completely nuts with dozens of actors doing insane dangerous tricks. And it is just a little Hong Kong cinema made for fun, not pretending to be Star Wars. Having a DVD with English soundtrack is not a problem with this movie. It does not spoil the atmosphere to me. Can't help mentioning a very neat theatrical play. Some of some of you, suppose, won't like it. As, as to me, it's amazing. Have a look at the the dragon's friend who is talking in a brave manner to the criminals and all of a sudden gets a fist punch in his left side of the head. His face expression changes into something whimsical and it, and he comes up to dragon with a baby expression <laughs> <laughs> and take a look at the menacing size of his mouth. It's nearly from one ear to the other long when he makes grimaces this movie deserves a higher rating and a thousand comments from people all over the world if you want to see jackie chan in full blossom and flourish do not miss this little little known treasure a total 10 out of 10 a legendary movie in its genre and a good piece of family entertainment with substance do not rob your own country <laughs> and style just have a look at the final battle. Thank you for your attention. Ah, oh, so polite. 
Yeah, it was, wasn't well written, uh, but we'll forgive them for that. Uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> English is not their first language. Um, yeah, exactly what what I see this movie as. It is there to be, have some fun with with a little story of, um, I guess yeah, honoring tradition and remembering what is, what is, yeah, that history is there for a reason and culture shouldn't be taken in and abused. Because, yeah, um, like we, we, we haven't said, this is the same kind of underlying plot as last movie we covered, um, The Legend of the Drunken Master. That yeah, it? it's it's almost the same plot. Where people are trying to... Um, uh, national, like to actual Chinese people, are actually t- t- stealing relics and art and culture from China and selling it to foreigners. Yeah. So it's not just the foreign evil foreign people stealing it, it's actually local people, indigenous people taking advantage as well. Yeah. Uh, for their own gain. Uh, yeah, I I can't disagree with this this review. Uh, it, I, I, yeah, the movie is fun. And, and on the violent note, you mentioned how it's very violent. It's still not at that point where some of the other films we've covered, which I can't remember what it's called. It's the it's the way... Um, we didn't like the the fighting wasn't it was just brutal and violent and it wasn't really that skillful but it was a well well filmed film oh the, it was um, like the Ipman story wasn't it the once upon a time in shanghai no no maybe it was the one that's like the maybe it was that one i thought it was <laughs> it was like the prequel to the Ipman story before yeah. he became Ip. yeah but it wasn't by donnie yen uh, it was done by someone else and it was just excessive. That was excessively violent, and it was like actual violence. Yeah, that was the one where people should have died, and then they just kept like fighting. Yeah, like it was like people being chopped with axes and stuff. Yeah, this still wasn't to that point. Like no, the violence no. was. Um, I I just it mean, was still never to the end. It's too. It's not that it was okay. It's still it violent. Was it was very physical. Yeah, like the things they're doing were rough, like rougher than Bro- the, the comedy allowed yeah. for. Yeah. Very breakneck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Very intense. All Any right. other thoughts on this this review? Um no, I think it was it had it had its points and I don't I don't um generally disagree with anything. I, I think uh, yeah, what they're trying to say in the middle was they're pointing out examples of what they enjoyed. They enjoyed the yeah. comedy and the slapstickness of the acting and how it it wasn't taken seriously. But it still had a serious plot. Yeah, and I think that they were saying that, um, in particular, the the sort of comedy in there was like very exaggerated, but well they done. Enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't actually have a one star review for this film, which is interesting. How about a two star? Nope. No two star. Three star. Yes, we have okay. a, a loser, which is interesting because to show my hand early, I don't, th- I wouldn't rate this as high as um, the Legend of the Drunken Master that we covered last time. No, um, aside from the but, plot, the plot being similar, the the film itself doesn't feel the same, which is good. Um, it's nice that you can you can take almost the same basic story 
and have two completely different um, outcomes. Yes. Um, I mean, there's a lot of the, the sub-story and the plot around the characters are, uh, is different. Uh, yeah. This... Oh, this is a, co- yeah, but... co- a coming of age. Well, I mean, they both are, really. So even yes. that part's similar because he's playing a coming of age character that's becoming, well, supposed to be growing up and learning life lessons and becoming a responsible, respectable adult. Um, that arguably is the case in Legend of Drunken Master, sort of. I think he learns his lessons and grows from it. Uh, I don't think that's the case here. No, no, (laughs) No. it's not. In fact, if anything, it may have gotten worse. Yeah. Um, Yeah, which is which is funny. The point we'll get to that later. So yeah, what I was getting at is that this film I wouldn't rate as high, but it doesn't have as low a rating, which is interesting. Like user reviews. I think it's because this one no one's watched this movie. (laughs) Like uh, people just haven't seen this as much. Well, this is actually we never covered that. This was the first time you've seen this one. This was the first time I've seen this one. Uh, that that okay. I've seen. No, no, I, I, I've not seen this before. Yeah, and that's interesting because to me this was one of my is and it is one of my favorite early Jackie Chan ones. Like it's still a fun film to watch. Um, yeah. And you're right. And the previous reviewer did comment how it is a, a hidden gem kind yeah. of movie. And I, I think that comes down yeah. to availability. Um, the release on this, mm-hmm. uh, like with a lot of films. Particularly um, outside of Asia and then outside of even like the UK, uh, America didn't get like a lot of these releases, or they came yeah. under different titles, uh, or they they were out on VHS and then never made the the leap to digital, so there just yeah. wasn't a um, a widespread distribution of this however that being said i believe miramax um i want to say it was miramax had uh released this on dvd in the u.s and i just never saw it so that's on that's on me (laughs) but but you're right that could be why more people haven't seen it. only people who do like kung fu have seen it so more likely to rate it give it higher ratings um okay anyway to the to the three star review we have titled disappointing but the end fight was impressive. Three out of ten stars. Review. Oh, this is by uh, Leon Blackwood. Did he... Oh, this is quite recent. 31st yeah. of October, 2015. Uh, yeah, very recent. Oh, heck, this is longer than I thought it was. I just clicked the down arrow. <laughs> <laughs> the review starts... I was really looking forward to watching this movie because it seemed like one of those authentic kung fu movies that I used to watch back in the day, but it turned out to be quite disappointing. In this movie, Chan plays a talented uh, sportsman with some impressive kung fu skills, but he can't help getting himself in, in trouble with friends while they go around the village causing mischief. Chan then meets a girl who he tries to impress by fighting any and everyone, but he ends up me- messing with the wrong guys who are stealing precious artifacts to ship to China. He then gets blamed for stealing some of the artifacts, and he ends up fighting for his life, even though he's innocent. Although it was made in the early days of Chan's career, it's still packed with the silly comedy that I'm really getting fed up with. The end fight 
which seems seemed a bit pointless, was very impressive because Chan is really going nuts. But the rest of the film is just about Chan trying to woo a girl. The comedic side of the movie was also pretty poor, along with the acting, but like a lot of Chan's movies, the action is really worth waiting for. You can tell that the director added the artifact element to try and give the movie some depth, but that was also disappointing. At the end of the day, it's worth a watch just for the last fight, but the rest of the movie was a waste of time. Disappointing. Roundup. <laughs> this was the third movie to be directed by Jackie Chan. After the success of the of the Young Master, so with that in mind, it was a big achievement for Chan in the earlier part of his career. But I just can't understand why he has to add them silly comedic scenes. That's why Bruce Lee was all, has always been called the master because his fighting was unique and his films were all decent. I'm struggling with the Jackie Ch- with Jackie Chan because he has only made a handful of movies that were great. Maybe the best is yet to come. I still have quite a few movies to get through during this Jackie Chan. So I'm hoping that it will pick up soon. I recommend this movie to people who are into their action, comedy, sports, martial art movies starring Jackie Chan, Mars, uh, Wei Man Chan, and Lu Suip? Suip? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, I disagree with the Bruce Lee thing. Bruce Lee is pretty awesome, and but most of his movies are pretty bad <laughs> because they're so old. <laughs> There's only a couple of good ones that I re- that I remember. Have we we've covered? Yeah, Bruce he also Lee. only has like three movies. <laughs> well, exactly, but like couple some of the ones I've seen of his are real bad. Like they're not that watchable. Yeah, uh, it's a part of the time. Um, this. This reviewer has the same issues that I don't think with his last film, but with this film before, where they came in expecting something and were already, like like he mentions, he's just tired of, of the silly comedy, but this is an earlier film, so that part was still in full effect. Like mm-hmm. the, as as Jackie Chan's career goes on, the comedy kind of tapers. It's still there, but it's less. Like this isn't the this is toward the earlier part of his career, so it's in full force, and yep. you should have kind of expected that at the at the minimum. Well, exactly. It's it's hoping for something that's not there, or just like yeah. not like forgetting to expect that it's going to be there. Yeah. Now, if you'd watch something in like the maybe the late nineties, uh, the and then were hit by some kind of crazy amount of comedy, I can understand at that point being, oh, I'm tired of it. Well, if you're tired of, are you tired of comedy in general or Jackie Chan's brand of comedy? Because those are two different things. And yes, I agree. Going further into or further back in his career, you're going to get more of that kind of comedy, not less of it. So that's just a weird, uh, uh, it just seems weird to expect from someone that's reviewing this who seems to be familiar with, um, 
just changes the mask. It feels like they're going through them, like it's like a yeah. project they're going. I think they're to... going through them backwards. I mean, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're doing the same thing, so. <laughs> but we jump oh, around a little bit more, I think. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I I don't know. Like I find his because he is it's very spoofy and it's overacting and it's over the top. But I find it quite endearing. Like I actually find yeah. it quite fun. <laughs> No, I, I, enjoy, I, need, I need to watch this because otherwise, I, you know, I can't sit there and watch the raid every day. I love that movie, no. but it's the violence is just is too much. You need to kind of pepper in some comedy every once in a while. Yeah, and it's just yeah, I enjoy it. So I can see where they're coming from. Uh, mm. I I think there's a lot more than the final fight. Like I this the sports scenes are fa- phenomenal. Like we've mentioned the opening rugby king of the mountain kind of thing where you're getting the golden egg rugby ball. And that's just the skill in how that scene was filmed and the performance of the, the people, the, the flipping, the tricks, everything was just phenomenal. Oh, yeah. And, and the fact just... that they there had to have been like one long big take because there's so much going on at any one time. And for them to like replicate that like multiple times. I just don't see how they would have done that. I think they would have had to have like, okay, we're going to do this and <laughs> don't mess up. Yeah. It was, it was pretty full on. Yeah. Um, and then you like in the middle of the film, you've got the shuttlecock saying, um, yeah. Sport. Is that a real sport? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I think it's about as real as the rugby stuff. <laughs> so probably not. It could be, I don't know. It could be an ancient Chinese sport. That's we don't know about. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That looked a lot like soccer, but they're just kicking a shuttlecock around instead. Yeah, it's soccer, but with a shuttlecock, and you're kicking it, you can't catch it, and it can't touch the ground. Is it it when it touches the ground, it's handover? Yeah, and you can also kick the other people. (laughs) Because there's a lot of that. (laughs) I think they don't mean to, but that ref was Well, they were, yeah. So yeah, as I say, I think there's a lot more to this film. Um, I know you messaged me while we're like thirty, like just where you were like twenty minutes into it. You're like, "What is this film?" Because it does start off a little slow, but yeah, I, I still find it. It wasn't funny. going anywhere, and I I didn't have a problem with it. It was still entertaining to me, but I just I didn't know what to expect because I hadn't watched this before. Yeah, yeah, fair and enough. I was waiting for the movie to do something else or pick up the pace or something because it was kind of jumping around a little bit. Um, And we were getting a lot of subplots that I was worried weren't going to be tied up by the end of the film. And they kind of weren't. So. (laughs) Nah, everything was wrapped up fine. Oh, sure. All three of those threads that were going on were all wrapped up. No, I think almost none of them were wrapped up. But that's also kind of the point. Well, that's also the point of uh, what's well, one of the big differences in Chinese cinema. I remember getting into these these um, Asian films of Japanese and 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 uh, Chinese the Hong Kong movies. And the big difference is that they don't tie everything up. Whereas in a Western yeah. movie, the the guys got to get the girl. You've got to see them get married. You've got to see them with kids to know that it was a happy ending. Yeah. Whereas often in Chinese cinema is that it will end not quite on a cliffhanger, but with, with you to make your own decision yeah, it, or thoughts on what happens. Exactly. It's allowing the audience to like put their own 
spin on things and their own decisions on it. Um, or the doc's uh, also picked. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's also allowing it's it's giving room to um, expand the media. And that may not always be their intent, but that allowed you to do like 37 sequels or something because you didn't ever really tie up all the little loose ends that allows yep. that that allows you to have, you know, five different versions of Wong Fei Hung. You know, you get these folk yep. tales and you have a framework that they kind of fit in because it, you know, that operatic framework. And yep. you can redo the same basic story like we I mean we see it in this we see this same story is basically what happens in Legend of Dr. Master and that's just yes. one one actor's take on these things and they play out completely different like you you would be mistaken to think like just because it's Jackie Chan that this story is going to be the same and it's not no. And there's and it's it's not just his characters, it's everyone else kind of like the whole picture doesn't really have the same mood um as the other story and there's a lot of um pathos and uh angst and a lot of serious elements that go into uh Legend of Dr. Master and then a sprinkle of comedy where this is a sprink or I mean this is like full bore it's a comedy and there's a couple serious bits tossed in just to like change the mood up and then make it funny yeah. again because that's what the, that's what this does this does it the entire way like funny serious funny it's just it's a big sandwich and then you get mm -hmm. crazy brutal fight scene and then it just uh okay these guys are just a bunch of goofballs and they're always just gonna be and then you get the sports scenes to, as a, a condiment to the <laughs> to the same. Yeah, so I mean they're they're they may be like immature. It's like watching Dumb and Dumber if it was not about idiots, but just about immature people that have a set of skills that they could use and maybe kind of benefit their lives, but they choose to do goofy things instead. You know, but they're also willing to help those around them as well. Yeah, they have right. they have specific um, morals and values that they're carrying forward, and they understand these traditions. But they're not um, they're not like bound by everything completely. They can be their own guys. They 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 can uphold tradition, but at the same time, they can destroy it in the next second. Yeah. Uh, well, and uh, I guess talking about how it is very different to the Legend of the Drunken Master, but still the same made with the plot, I guess that applies to the fact that th I'm sure these stories were, ha were happening all over China. People trying to appropriate uh, cultural cultural artifacts, and there have been lots of small factions of people fighting against it. Like, I don't doubt that actually happened in different shapes and forms. So having the same plot but told in different ways kind of makes sense to what China would have gone through. Yeah, and especially, and particularly how China large is. China is. Yeah, the, exactly. The they're they're going to different. be having those experiences, but they're going to be framed a little bit differently depending on whether you're in um, the southern area, the northern area, out west. I mean, it's it, going to be a little different depending on the region. And some would, some would, 
maybe lean to be a bit more violent or end up a lot worse and others would be yeah simpler yeah. to deal with and so I, yeah as i say like i think it applies and works well with that just i know it's not a historical film per se but it's no. it's, it's covering <laughs> this historical... is taking like the most liberties of film that I've exactly seen but it's, it is covering a historical topic yeah um that was an issue and still is an issue to an and extent it, yeah it, it's giving them room to talk about something seriously without making it um they're kind of using satire but still being serious so they're the we say it's goofy comedy but they're very good at it like it's goofy mm-hmm. on purpose which is different than just being silly like it yep. has it has a point Yes. Or rather, parts of the movie are very poignant, and then they just kind of like put this dress, this window dressing on, and say, don't, you know, there's important stuff here, but you can also just, like, not look at it. (laughs) You can just pretend it's not there, um, but, you know, maybe watch this again and, and think about that as well. Yeah. I've got the, the the movie playing right now while we're talking, and the shuttlecock um, game is on. I'm still blown away at the skill of these dudes. There's no CG in this. This is not fun. This is not. They're not faking this. No, they're like making. <laughs> they're cool. catching and flicking the shuttlecock around with oh, just yeah. their feet. And the precision. I want to. I want to know if they actually played it. At, like it seems like it should be choreographed, but. It just seems too natural at times, so I reckon they would have just let them go for it at times. Maybe set up a few key scenes or shots, but I think they would just let them go for it at times. Yeah, we'd have to. I'd have to watch it again and start like breaking down because I know they do. There's panning shots and there's cuts in it. Um, oh, there is for we'd, sure. We'd, we'd have to look at that because just just uh, thinking of any other Jackie Chan film. The editing on these is like superb. So the the film quality always doesn't it never looks super great, but their yeah. editing is like very very good. You you yeah. don't notice when something would have been like well they had to actually redo that like five ten fifteen twenty times, uh, particularly when it's you know, some of the trick things that Jackie Chan does. You're we're only ever seeing like the perfect take. And not seeing yeah, the, the sure. thirty other times, whoops, it missed, or whoops, it hit somebody in the face, or you know, just stuff like that. But to get these scenes to work, they knowing that there would be errors, they must have. This must have taken a long time, all day, or more just multiple for, days. Well, true. Um, the lighting seems pretty consistent. So, um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. I just um, uh, I'm following. Uh, on Twitter, the director of the it's a Indonesian martial arts film, um, "The Night Comes for Us," and yep. uh, the director was showing screenshots of one of the final fight scenes between um, the, the two main characters. And in the film, the fight scene lasts—it's pretty long. It's like probably five, six minutes long, and it's super brutal. And he's he's showing still frames from. Uh, the, the, the production, like the production stills. And he's like, this is one of the longest eight days of filming. So it's, it's a <laughs> thing that's five minutes in the film, but it's been eight days of yeah, filming yeah. to do. And 
that that effort comes across, but you wouldn't ever sus- suspect. You're like, oh, maybe a couple hours or something to do it. No. You just take it for granted, eight, don't we? Eight days of just doing this one thing over and over and over, or you know, broken up into chunks. Like, we're going to do this bit, and it all looks super dangerous. Like, the stuff they're doing just, there's a lot of environmental hazards, you know, because they're, like, in a, a, a metal shop. Yep. And there's, like, saw blades and stuff going, and just, it's... Like, some of that stuff, I mean, there's props, but some things just look like they're real, <laughs> and you don't look like you can make a mistake. Um, no. But that, you know, that effort is is in all of these other things. And it's a, it's a, a testament to the editing, the director's photography, um, all the cast and crew, and all the effort that the whole thing can come together at the end and, you know, make these films that we enjoy. And I think a lot of times we're focused, uh, and even maybe you do this too, but, oh, the director did this. And it's really, it's, they're responsible for kind of overseeing the project. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's double duty when the director is also acting, um, you know, or, or one of the main cast. That's, that's, that's ad, you know, even more admirable because they're directing themselves and everybody else and doing all the other things. But Yeah, trying to keep it. Two, yeah. having to focus on two things at once mm. at, at, at minimum um, but you know the, these these films are like a basically they're a celebration of all this effort all this group stuff and it comes across um, in particular in, in like a film like this where uh, yeah there's a there's five six main cast members but this has hundreds of extras there's a lot of people yeah, in this so. movie. Yeah, more so than a, a lot of the other films we've yeah. covered because of these sports scenes. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can I, – I, I watched the opening, the rugby bit, and then the, the shuttlecock um, game. Uh, I watched those parts um, not all the way through, but I would pause and watch little bits of it because there's – you can look at, like, individual segments of the screen and see, like, so much going on. Like, yeah, yeah. everyone's kind of starring in their own little film um, all throughout the crowd of people. Yeah, the level of detail. And that's the thing, like, it's amazing. Like, I've been a part of a film set. It's crazy the amount that you'll go into just a tiny segment <laughs> that's seen for only a few seconds. And, yeah, in the background. But it makes it more authentic. Like, that, that scene, it's just, you just can't fake that. Like, the amount of effort put into it. Yeah, phenomenal, and that's why this the movie deserves recognition because of that level of effort and the success, and they pulled off some of those scenes. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I, like I said, I wish I'd seen this sooner. Um, not that that would have changed anything, but uh, it's a movie that I would watch again, and I can because now I bought it, <laughs> so I can watch whatever I want. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, as I say, it's one of my favorite Jackie Chan ones. There's a couple of bad ones in in, in those early early films, but uh, this is one of the good ones. Yeah, this was a, this was a good recommendation, and it um it tied in well enough, um, surprisingly, uh, plot wise with um Legend after that. So that's a that was a welcome surprise. Um, I guess we can move along toward the uh, the final fight scene with the. Uh, well, you know what? The scene before that was pretty good, too. Um, 
it was the scene that the, the other reviewer had talked about where um, Cowboy had been punched in the face. So they are at a, I don't think it's a, it's kind of like a little festival. They're doing, okay, they're doing the, um, sort of a, I don't think it's a New Year's, but it's a, maybe it was a New Year's. They're doing a, a celebration and they're playing at a temple to have wishes and uh, the, the girl that, dragon is been trying to flirt with um she's like making a little wish on um it's these two it's like a fortune telling thing and if one particular type of wood stick comes out of the the fortune she says oh i'll you know i'll should i date him or should i not or you know that kind of thing and she's of course like eavesdropping and hoping that she gets the one lucky stick to come out um, these two, the two sub bosses, I guess, the two next strongest bandit guys show up because they're looking for, uh, the, re- the, I don't know what it was, whatever the artifact is, the thing that doesn't really matter. Um, and they think that, uh, Dragon has it or knows where it's at. So they, they show up there and they're causing a big ruckus and there's a, a kind of a showdown where where dragon sort of tries to make fools of them and tell everyone that hey you know uh, watch this I'll I'll beat both of them and they won't have to you know no one will have to get involved in this I'll just handle it myself and it's some of the early just best environmental Jackie Chan just using every bit of the the stage to kind of wrap himself around and jump through and uh, it's just phenomenal you know with we, yeah, we they, talk, they jump about, up the yes candle, the candle bracket like the whole the whole the scene like every second of it was just mind-blowing like wow you know he's just making cool stuff and it's the same feeling that i got when we watched legend of drunken master and just his physical display in that film you know, made me go like, how did he even do that? <laughs> like, it was just, I couldn't even, you know, believe it. And I've seen a lot of martial arts movies go, wow, what was he, what was he doing? I just, he, he took it to 11 on that one. And he's doing the beginnings of that. Like the, the sort of mastery of space in, you know, in the, in the scene here. And I didn't expect yeah. that was going to happen. Oh, it's phenomenal. Um, and like, just I see like a shot they did where he was take he was actually doing quite well against one of them, but then the second guy grabs him from behind and takes advantage of Jackie being not preoccupied. And so he starts fighting with both, and it looks so casual, like he steps out of the way by accident. Yeah. But how how well timed that shot was! It did actually look like he was he got lucky. But that was planned, like, and that is a yeah. He may not be the best actor in the world, Jackie, but it's it's a physically he's a very good actor. Like with his body, he's he acts very well, as you say, cover those spaces and give a, give a performance that is just full of energy yeah. uh, and excitement. And to tell a story with with that is just awesome. No, it was great. It was probably aside from the unexpected, like 
brutalness of the final fight. Um, this may have been one of my more favorite moments, um, just because it's just everything he has as an actor and as a martial artist is on display, and I think in this scene at his at mm-hmm. Jackie Chan at in 1992, like his level of what he could do. I mean, none of the tests. I don't want to sell anyone short. Everyone's doing like their best. It feels like, and this is a it's a good way to display that, but kind of couch it in this sort of silly nonsense um, that the rest of the film is kind of playing around with. It's nice because it's his character is uh, capable, but like innocent. Yeah, he's naive. He doesn't really know the seriousness of what he's got himself into. Neither of these guys do, and they're both kind of jerks because of it. Um, But it works for the, you know, just the film. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Um, Because in the scene, it's not straight martial arts fighting like you we often see in these films. It is just kind of brawling. Because his character is not good at fighting. Like the actual act of martial arts against another person uh he's better at just not getting hurt like trying to avoid things is what his skill is in well that's a good point and they demonstrate that very much so in the in that rugby scene at the start that um that game he wins he we haven't mentioned that he wins that and it's because of his ability to to move he does some sweet flips over people and evades people and He's very physically capable, and that's why he does well in the final fight scene because he's just physically able to take a beating and to use his body to provide a bit to give a beating. <laughs> yeah. um, but you, we do see him do some martial arts, like the training. But again, it doesn't seem he's very disciplined in it, and he only does no, it. No, and that's that's the thing is he has. I think it's it's an, a, a case of someone having talent and then not having the uh, wherewithal to apply themselves. So you can be supremely yeah. talented, but if you don't practice and get and solidify that, um, other people that work hard will do better than you. Yeah, and it and it's interesting. Like it, it almost set up this film to have a training montage where he gets he thinks he's all that, and he is very as you say naturally talented. Gets his beat down, and then goes away and trains, and then. Um, then wins the final fight but that didn't happen in this uh which is kind of what happens in a lot of the other films i think yeah. the, the the drunken master the the older mm-hmm. drunken master from jackie chan that's what happens in that he's a talented fighter gets his ass handed to him because of his, his arrogance and cockiness and then trains and then comes back to win and that's a real uh cliche in in kung fu films yeah. lose against the bad guy get better then beat the bad guy <laughs> um Dragon Ball Z is full of that too, uh, <laughs> but it, it doesn't have that in this. He just determination and wanting to fight for his friend gave him the the edge to win. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, that's why I like that. That was a bit different. Yeah, so I guess we'll um we'll talk a little briefly about the final fight scene and then we'll wrap this up. Um, as we've <laughs> mentioned repeatedly through the beginning of the through line of this particular episode uh the the final fight scene was very brutal um and it's in the aspect that damage is being done to people and they're trying to it doesn't really come across in too many movies but there's actually you know someone's trying to kill someone else and that 
feeling you get like, oh, I'm going to beat you up or oh, I'm going to do this. But the, the, this one, the guy is trying to kill them. <laughs> he just wants them dead. And yep. he's trying his level best. And uh, Cowboy is um, trying to protect his father. So that part's a little bit brutal because his um, Cowboy's father is uh, has been dealing um, with these um, bandits of the so it's it's a the smugglers yeah yeah so cowboy and dragon are caught in the middle of you know this thing but they're di- at least they're directly involved sort of by accident um cowboy but because his father is dealing with these guys and then uh, both of them together <laughs> because they accidentally ran into keep stumbling upon um, it <laughs> yeah <laughs> well they they ran into um the man that had originally been intending to sell the artifact to the bandits, or had stolen it from them, or something. But he was he worked with he, them, yeah, and then he realized what he, they were doing, and just disagreed. He didn't want to do that full thing. He he thought their goal was different, you know, than it actually was. They're just in it for money. He thought they were like a more noble cause, um, but there wasn't. So <laughs> he's just trying to steal back the artifact and, and things, and correct his mistake <laughs> but um as it turns out he i think he gets back the artifact and, and it hides it somewhere so it's a, it's a case of that that MacGuffin, that artifact never turning up and neither dragon nor cowboy they've never seen it they don't know where it's at like they're just in the wrong place at the wrong time like but in this in this instance, uh, it's the very wrong place, um, because uh, the, the the leader of the gang has double crossed um, Cowboy's dad and like hung him up. Well, the interesting thing is that the reason he did that is because he believed that Cowboy's dad had betrayed him because yeah. of Cowboy's involvement, and yeah. so it's kind and, of and he, and he hadn't. It was just a big misunderstanding at all. Like, well. <laughs> I mean, he's still a bad guy, the one dude, and Cowboy's dad is still a bad guy, but... Which they played down a little bit at yeah. the end. They kind of just... The whole ending of this, they kind of wipe under the rug, and it just ends on a silly note, and they they don't... That's maybe the issue that some of the reviewers may have had, is they, nothing serious, other than people dying, um, happens. Like, they drop the thread of the artifact. doesn't really matter, other than they, they kill the, the bad guy. Well, I guess they protected the, they protected the Salva, but that's the, well, yeah, that's the, the good um, thing. The one did get, did get away with it, so that uh, and part I think is resolved. Is, they just don't directly involve yes. themselves with it. Yeah. And I think they imply that the cowboy's dad was regretting working with these guys and was well, he, kind of, uh, he certainly did after he got strung up. Well, yes. <laughs> but even before that, I think there was implied that he wasn't very comfortable what was going on and he didn't realize he would he got himself into it, but he's kind of trapped. Yeah, he was stuck. He was stuck in what he was doing. Yeah. And so uh, he wanted out but couldn't get out kind of yeah. thing. And this, I guess, worked out but, for him because the bad bandit leader is killed. Yeah, and this fight is fifteen minutes long. I think was it? It, it, it went on for a little while. 
maybe maybe 13, 14 minutes, but still. It's a long fight because it involves lots, uh, three people. Yeah. Oh, I'm up to, I've got it on now. I'm up to the bit where Cowboy gets kicked from the second story. Oh, and it's a yeah. straight fall of like two, three meters. Yeah, no, he falls just straight down off this ladder. He flips. And he lands partly on his feet and straight onto his back. I'd like to think, it's set in like a wheat barn or a rice barn or something. Yeah, it's like a mill or something. Yeah, and the floor is covered in grit. And so I'd like to think underneath is kind of somewhat softer, almost like a wrestling mat or... They, yeah. they would have had to put some kind of thing in there because it's just kind of all laying on the dirt. Yeah. But it's an impressive set. Like, because this clearly is a set, but just the thought that went into it, that's what impressed me. Yeah. Like, there's a time where there is a a wheel of sorts that opens up uh, a chute mm-hmm. uh, for wheat or grain or whatever they use, store and use in this mill. Um, comes through, and Jackie uses it as a defense mechanism to ward off the villain. It's just impressive the thought that went into that set. Like, we haven't really talked about the set design in some of these movies, but that's a lot of effort to go into to have it as a, such a specific thing to use in a scene. Like, I doubt it was made, and then Jackie's like, but can we use that? Like, that was planned out in advance, and that takes some serious forethought and, and planning, which is really cool. Yeah. No, I think it's a set. I think they made it to what they wanted for to do purpose. for the set. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But as, that's what I mean. It, it takes some serious planning mm-hmm. to come up with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, and this... Like um, has a very specific um, showcasing of what not not Jackson can do because that that's that's what the movie movies you know been kind of doing, but uh, showing his dragon's character and how he fights and how he thinks and how he reacts like very well. Um, it, it gives a little bit of you know he he's. He's not winning this fight. He's doing very... They're both just getting handed to them. Um, the, the villain's very powerful. Uh, they're not They're not very good fighting him alone. They're not very good fighting him together. Yep. Um, it's just not working out very well. Then we get a little bit of... Well, I'm not super great at this whole fighting thing. Because like, uh, I can hold my own for a little bit, and it was okay against like the thugs, but the main bad guys just whipped my ass. However, I'm pretty darn good at uh, kicking a shuttlecock around. <laughs> and so he boots him with a rock. That's right. Like a hacky sack rock. And it, it, uh, it does that little montage of like, take. It's like uh, the, the image of the shuttlecock is put over it, over the rock. Yep. And um, that part was fun. But then my, my favorite part of the whole movie is. Uh, Jackie kind of, he just realizes if he just kind of goes berserk, the guy has a little bit harder time defending against someone that's just not stopping. And uh, he, where they, they're, because the fight's going all up and down. It's up on the second floor, it's on the ground floor. They're just, they're just making use of the entire, like, mill um, interior or barn, whatever it is. And they get back up the ladder and up onto the top. And uh, Jackie's already fallen. I think he's fallen like twice, and it, it hurts him. You know, so he landed on his own friend as a like a safety net, as we mentioned. 
Um, but the uh, the 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 bad guy has been kind of getting wounded and doesn't look like he wants to fall. So Jackie spends like two minutes just trying to throw the guy off the thing, but it's not not like a little bit. He's like dragging him like full body, like trying to throw him off this like where a broken banister is. And Sacrificing himself. It's yeah, because he's he's like he's like I'll take the fall with him. You know, it's, I just want to get him. I want to hurt him, and I can't hurt him with my punches and kicks. But if I can just make him fall, like it doesn't matter how good you are at martial arts, you're not gonna be do not, not do very well when you fall in like a full like two stories Story. down. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And it's like it was making me anxious watching them because the guy did not want to like. I've never seen someone not want to fall down like so badly. Like, I think the actor was like, I don't want to fall down off the the thing. Because he's trying so hard, like, to the point where you think he'd be putting nail marks, like, in the wall. Like, don't don't let me come off this floor. And it was, it was great. Because Jackie's legitimately. No, he's trying his full body, like, pulling his weight. He's leaning. He's doing everything he can to get someone to fall off this banister. Or off the, you know, off the floor. Like it was yeah, making it was making me nervous, like watching that part. <laughs> oh but, yeah, and it's you can see it's just ground below them. Yeah, it's like I don't want to fall in the dirt. <laughs> There's no mats. You guys don't use mats here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, he does fall, and then um, in the end, they end up dropping like I don't know eight bags of in each of those bags has got to be like. 30 pounds yeah easy and they're like is he well, i think we crushed him is he dead he's gotta be dead <laughs> they just dumped and then they jump on him on top on top of the all the the bags but that's not even the end of yeah. the movie that, no it's not that, that's that's when they beat him and then it has yeah. the funny it has the happy this, ending the, it's like what <laughs> what is going on hey um so okay the whole movie um of, of the pair uh, dragon. I mean, they're both well-to-do in the in the town, respectively. Dragon's father is a well-respected um, I think he's a martial artist and um, uh, maybe like a poetry instructor. He does something. Yeah, he's thinking like about calligraphy or something. Yeah. And then um, uh, Cowboy's dad is just like a big businessman, but uh. The two fathers are celebrating the the whole ordeal being done with, um, and uh, Cowboy's father builds this giant like wall around the, his house. It's like a super thick wall, and he spends like a minute or two talking to um, Dragon's father and saying, "If I get this wall built, if if like it'll last, like." A thousand years or something. He says, you know, he's being facetious, saying that it's going to last forever. And it's the strongest wall that anyone would have ever built. It's going to cost him so much money. And um, earlier on in the movie, uh, when we first, one of the first interactions we see between Dragon and Cowboy is Cowboy, uh, his, since his father is a rich businessman, he has a lot of um, kind of artifacts and fancy foreign things in the house. But one of them is a uh, a, a, like a long powder uh, 
musket. Like a yep. powder-loaded front-loaded rifle. Shut him <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get his head blown clean off. But what they do do is they shoot a hole in the roof while loading the gun inside the house because that's just what young boys do. Um, and they go, like, pheasant hunting uh, afterwards. But uh, it sets the stage for these guys are goofballs and they're kind of dumb when it comes to to new... I mean, to be fair, it's new technology that they shouldn't be messing with because they don't understand about it. it it's it's foreign. And uh, in the end of the film, uh, <laughs> Cowboy's like father, I guess, um, had purchased a cannon. <laughs> he bought That's a so cannon. <laughs> and so the boys think it's a great idea. Let's just, well, let's, let's just fire it. Let's just shoot it. So they load it up, and they're just playing around, and I, th- I think they intended not actually to fire it, um, but the two dads, of course, show up and surprise the boys, and uh, it, they end up lighting the fuse on accident, and it, uh, <laughs> it, it shoots a, <laughs> a hole in the wall that he has built, and somehow doesn't kill the two dads because they were hiding behind the wall. Come out and they're, all yeah. covered, they're covered in plaster and stuff. It's funny, but they should have. It's died. very funny. It's funny, but they should have died. Like it was, yeah. uh, it was uh, over, overdone. Um, I didn't expect that to be the ending of the film, uh, and it was a nice bookend to some of the shenanigans that these these, these boys just aren't going to learn. You know, they're going to just do ridiculous things, and even this, you know, whole instance of their um, fighting for their lives. And their the dad almost dying. Just it wasn't enough to knock any kind of sense into this film. <laughs> like they're it's like Dumb and Dumber, but maybe worse because they're a threat to themselves and other people <laughs> at the same time. At least they know martial arts, though. Yeah, they do cool stunts, not just stick their tongues to nickel poles. This is true. Yeah, it's, it's very funny. It is. One thing you didn't didn't mention was the final move Jackie does or Dragon does on the bad guy is he knocks him, goes down a chute and kicks him, sends him flying, and then he climbs up on a pile of sacks, wheat sacks, backflips off and lands feet first on an actual person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he stomps on his back. Dang, <laughs> that's some that's a mean stunt. I was like. Had to substitute a dummy or something because he like lands on him with his like just firmly his For two what? feet. But no, it's like he, it's clearly a dude. Like the dude moves. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's a special wooden dummy. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't yeah. know. I wouldn't want someone to be backflipping and landing on my back. I don't want them to like walk on my back, let alone jump yeah. from some height and then land with their full weight. Back, backflip. Yeah, but yeah, the ending was very silly, yeah, but it was very funny seeing the I two mean, dads. It, it fit in with, like, but everything else that happened. It wasn't unexpected in that case. It's just, like, you get this, they murdered a man, and then <laughs> accidentally almost murdered their own father, just because they're goofballs. I, I love how it cuts back to the kids, and they've written, like, obviously an apology and, and, and um... Yeah, like, it's like, 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 <laughs> yeah, he, like, writes it out, he's like, oh, and then it freeze frames on it. I don't know when they had time to write that banner, but they did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was good. I, I, yeah. I enjoyed this. Thanks for recommending this one. Yeah, no, I think it's a good film. Like, it's, it is silly, and there is some, uh, 
it's 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 not as good a film as probably the last film we watched, but it's phenomenal in I guess as a movie it's not as good, but in the stunt work it's probably better in a lot of ways. Like the the scene where he's collecting his um his kite and the spears are getting smashed through those types oh, of yeah, roof. Yeah. I was I like, mean... how did they time that? Because that's a clearly a spear. It's probably like plastic or rubber and look just looks real. But still, it's gonna hurt yeah, him. There was a you. lot of points where it was like almost missing his bum, like, <laughs> or even his close. face. Like, yeah, I don't know how they timed that and planned that. Like, they must have had six or seven spears underneath, and that was it was an order which one they were gonna hit because they were breaking tiles. Like, yeah, <laughs> and he, he was on the other roof. side. <laughs> he can't see when they're coming, so they must have been. I was trying to work out how they would have done it, and they must have had six different spears lined up in six different spots, and Jackie just had to memorize the order that he had to move. But still. And the timing. Yeah. And uh, the, yeah, the spear didn't look that soft. Like it, no, it, it looked like hard, like, like a rubber plastic. Like, at, at best, like. like, like <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky. Um. Regardless, it wouldn't have felt good if it hit him. Or got him in the no. eye or something, or neck, or wherever. Yeah. But just just in general, like, it's a testament to their commitment and their skill in the Bionic 2 put on a performance. is just is just next level. Yeah. No, there's a, there's a lot um, to, to digest, I think, in this film. Um, because it's broken apart in, in a, such a way that it has crazy action scenes, crazy stunt stuff. And then, you know, we talk about the, the drama, some comedy, some of the like, goofy shenanigans, and then crazy stunt things. So you're never, it doesn't stop the pacing because you're always expecting something to happen. And then it does. Yes. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's silly, silly romantic chasing a girl, or it's, yeah, full action, or it's, um, comedy yeah it's, it's all over the place but it, it, it still works it's entertaining all the way through i didn't feel we've commented a few times in a few movies we covered that they sometimes could cut 15 20 minutes this there was wasted time but it was still fun like if that yeah. makes sense like it never felt like it dragged yeah. no, same, it just, same way I even when i messaged you it wasn't because i was bored i was just like what? i was trying to figure out what <laughs> the movie going was going to be doing <laughs> yeah yeah that's no, fair enough um yeah, no, it's an entertaining film. Entertaining film, and again, going back to what I said earlier, how Chinese cinema tends to leave things open. Like this ending doesn't show you that you know they're going to get punished. Doesn't show you what that punishment is. You know that he's going to get the girl because of what happened earlier in the film, but doesn't guarantee. It doesn't show you him getting the girl. Like you know what I mean? Like it's it leaves things open, so we can decide yeah. what happens. Yeah. We can we can kind of have fun speculating what their punishment will be. Uh, mm-hmm. based on what we've been taught throughout the film and how their parents treat them and and and, and punish them and yeah. and and I think that I think that's fun I think it's a good twist from what we would see in a western film where we would see the punishment or we would see the wedding uh you know so on yeah. yeah that's why I like these films <laughs> well um I think that's probably going to wrap us up for this episode um for sure where where can folks find you on the internet? Uh, invadervanoden.com. The one-stop shop. <laughs> yep. 
I'm hoping to actually finally write something on my, we've got a little blog on there and I just haven't had time this for eight months, but I just made some Harry Potter um, Hogwarts letters uh, for my son's birthday party, like invitations to the kids mm-hmm. sort of thing. And so I'm going to try and write a blog on how I did it. And so, I don't know, it's not related to anything at all what we're talking about today, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, I'm hoping to get that up in the next few days. So it's something new that might be on, on the website for people who might be interested to have a look at. All what about right. yourself? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Sentinel underscore plus. Uh, it'll be in the notes as always. Just like it's just what I do. Um, that was kind of it. I'm not doing anything else. Really. <laughs> Mostly on Twitter. Cool. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, yeah, that will wrap us up. So stay tuned next time for something else, something new, and something kung fu. Bye bye, y'all. Bye.